College Corner, week 10, cut off a decent week last week. T-Mac made the whole world money. Decent. I mean, I was decent. You were fucking out well, of this we world. We were great. Out of this world two. incredible. I think I went 13 and 9 on my plays. 21 and 11? Um, yeah, that's a lot of units. Holy fuck. What a week. Wait, eight, wait. you said you went what? 13 and 9. Yeah, so 21 and 11. God damn it, that's fucking good. That's really good. Yeah, what a week for the fellas. Decent week in college football. We'll get into that. We'll get into our plays for week 10. Uh, And we have some all-time storylines as well, but the biggest storyline of the week is the college football playoff. Selection committee has come out with their top 10, and T-Mac thinks they're good, and I think they are bad. So I would like... I didn't read T-Mac's blog. I clicked on it. I didn't read it. (laughs) So T-Mac, I want you to explain to me why you think these rankings are correct. Okay. That's that's easy. Let me just pull up the rankings so I don't get anything. I have them: here. Georgia, Bama, Michigan State, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, Oklahoma, Wake Forest, Notre Dame. Top ten. So here is why. It's very simple. You don't have to like. It. You don't have to like it. That's the cl- that's the part that needs to be clear here. Correct. This isn't from a standpoint of like you all think it's right, but this is the standpoint of the committee how they think about things, and we should start. This with- is so different to how they've thought about things every other year, though. I don't even know if it is because I'll start. Let's start with Alabama. Yeah, number two. So Alabama is number two because there needs to be protection against them for when they play Georgia in the semifinal or in the SEC championship. Does there have to be though? Be- well, they want to put the best teams in. They don't care. They don't care about rewarding you know little brother. They don't care about anything anything like that. They want to make sure that if Alabama loses. If Alabama loses to Georgia, they are still able to be in the playoff. Because at the end of the day, I want the team that gives the best challenge to Georgia or to whoever the top two is or to whoever's in there, I want the teams to have the best challenge, especially Georgia because sure. they're the best team. Okay, so say they meet in the SEC championship game. Bama loses, right? And Bama goes to play like a – well, they, I guess they'll go to four. They wouldn't go to four and play Georgia again, would they? Why the fuck would we want to see ah, that? That is true. So say it's Ohio State. Bam, I'm just going to put Ohio State's going to be the second ranked team in the country by the end of it, I think. Yeah. Say Ohio State beats Bama and Bama doesn't even make it to the national championship. Was it worth it in the end? Ohio State beats Bama, Bama in the semifinal. And Ohio State makes the natty? Yeah. Uh, it was still worth it because I think Alabama's the second best team in the country. And that's why they're ranked second. Okay. So, I think, so it makes sense here. Ohio State's behind Oregon. Agree with that? Yeah, Oregon gets number four because apparently the Big Ten is the most respected conference in these rankings. They have six teams inside the top 25. Oregon has beat beat Ohio State, who obviously the committee thinks is the class of the Big Ten. They just can't say it because Michigan State hasn't lost yet. But Oregon has to be four ahead of Ohio State, and beating a Big Ten team is huge apparently in these rankings. So Oregon at four is fine. They win out, they'll get in probably. So you think if they won't Ohio, Ohio State beats Michigan State n- next week, right? Yep. You think Michigan State has a chance at four again if they both win? Because Michigan State only needs to play one more game. That's after that, always, right? that's been the conversation of the fact that people think a one loss Big Ten team can be the second one in, like non-champion, sorry, uh, a one-loss well, yeah, non-champion yeah. Big Ten team. I don't well, think that's possible. The only way that happens if it's Michigan State, right? Because Ohio State can't lose another game and then make the championship of the Big Ten and make it in. Michigan can, though. Can they? 
Yeah, because they'd, they'd all Ohio be tied. State, but they'd lose to Michigan State. I don't even know how those tiebreakers work. Yeah, well, no. Yeah, Michigan could make it in. You're right. If they beat Ohio State. Yeah. But that would be, be a disastrous. Win. That would almost put Michigan in because then Ohio State would then be probably third in the country, four, third or fourth in the country, and then Michigan would beat the third or fourth ranked Ohio State team. That'd be a huge win because obviously the wins are what matters in this in these rankings because Mississippi State has wins against Kentucky, Texas A and M, and uh, NC State. Yeah, three ranked wins. That's why they're a five and three team. In I don't even hate it. The SEC is going to sort itself out. All these teams: Mississippi State, Mississippi, Auburn, Texas A and M. They're all playing each other. They're all going to sort this out, and we're going to find out at the end that three, two, at least two of these teams won't be in the final rankings, anyways. So no reason to be pissed off about that. So you think two two other storylines here in these rankings in the top ten? Cincinnati, obviously, eight no. Committee said, "Fuck you, Cincinnati." Your thoughts on that? This is what people you need to learn that this is never going to happen in the current construct of the playoff. A pow- a group of five team will never be inside the top four in the first week. They cannot put Cincinnati inside the top four because then it's much much more difficult to, to take, take them, them out. out. Yeah. That is bottom line here. And Cincinnati really hasn't done anything impressive to me. Like the they, they Notre Dame win is good. It win is good. Top 10 team. But their their wins lately have been crap. Indiana win isn't as good as it was. No. Tulane bad football team that they Michigan's 20 out. point favorites against Indiana this week. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State be the breaks off Indiana. I know we want to see Cincinnati. I don't think they're even as good as a team as they were last year. I get wanting to see them. I get wanting to reward little brother. But if we're we're being honest with ourselves, this team is not a top five team in the country. No. Me. Why is Oklahoma behind Cincinnati at this point in the season? Because you lo- they have nine wins, right? The only three wins they have that aren't embar- like bad wins are um, they played somebody like uh, FCS team. I can't remember who it is. Western Carolina, I think is what it was. Yeah. Sure. Western Carolina, TCU, and then Texas Tech. Those are the only three wins they have that aren't like problematic, didn't look good type wins. Yeah. Squeaked by West Virginia, um, played horrible against Kansas. There's a bunch, there's the other wins in there. Nebraska. They not, beat TCU not good. pretty bad. Yeah. TCU, Texas Tech, and their Western K-St- Carolina are three good wins. Their K State win was by six points. Tulane, they beat by five. This The, the, the thing is with Oklahoma. Western Carolina, do you know their mascot's name? Uh, no, they're purple. I don't know who it is. Catamounts. Catamounts. Yeah. I like that. I like that nickname. And then West, Western Illinois, I always get them mixed up because they're the Leathernecks. That's a great team name. What are they? What color are they? I think they're, they might be purple as well. Do they play football though? Western Illinois? Don't know. I saw them from baseball. But yeah, you're, you're not wrong, but why? Oklahoma has done this year after year. They, they have it, everywhere to go, but like from here, they have everywhere to go is up. They get to play Oklahoma State. They get to play Baylor. So they can. Yeah. And then they get a. They can get in the four. And then they no get problem. a big 12 championship game, right? Yeah. So they they have a clear path. Michigan, muddy path. Wake Forest, I think they lose this week when they're out of there. Notre Dame being top 10 crazy after what they've kind of been through. They've just been they've just been able to like take care of business. They played some decent teams. They've they've done a decent job of just surviving. Wake Forest, ACC undefeated ACC champion does make the playoff. Correct. It has. It will happen. But yeah. will the will it happen this year? Like with Wake Forest, probably not. 
they've got to go through the ringer a little bit here at the end of the season. Yeah, right? they have tough games. They they haven't really played. Syracuse might be the best team they played. Yeah, not a great school. Okay, give me your top four. As of today, what do you think your final four are end of season? Oregon is going to lose. They're going to lose to Utah in, uh, in a couple weeks, I think. If yeah. not, they'll lose in the Pac-12 championship game. Um, so I'll say Georgia one, Ohio State two. Do I think Oklahoma wins out in tough games? I'll go. I know my one, two, three. I for do. Sure. I, I'll say Oklahoma three. That's my Alabama uh, four. That's the exact same I was going to choose right now. Um, I want to see Cincinnati, but I think they end up losing here, dude. I they haven't looked good at all. They're, I like when SMU they need, and Houston. I really do. And then, yeah, just a championship game. They're gonna have to play them again, right? One of those schools, probably. If Houston keeps winning, they'll be the team they play. They haven't played Houston yet. The only way they play Houston is if it's in the, in the championship. championship. All right. Well, that's what we got. College football. That'll be nice to see some changes in that. It's nice to know AP poll is like fine, fine and all, all fine and dandy, but. This Listen, is the one that actually You know matters. what's going to be hilarious is you watch all these, like the AP polls voted on, right, by yeah. all these, you know, the fucking journalists of the world. Watch their rankings completely, completely change next week. They're yeah. like, oh, no, no, we're aligning with the play, like the committee. Yeah. We want to make sure we look just <laughs> like the committee because Cincinnati at two is probably going to move to five or something like that in the yeah. AP poll next yeah. week. Yeah, they're, they're not leaders. They're followers. That's yes. For sure. Oh, yeah. All right, some sad news from the world of the National Football League. Obviously, Henry Ruggs, um, 156 mile an hour down a residential street, blows into the back of some girl's car. Her car explodes, and she dies, her and her dog. Nick Saban, okay, father figure for the Alabama Crimson Tide, right? All coaches are. All coaches are. What is the message Nick Saban gives to his team on Tuesday morning, walking in, doing film session? You know he had to have talked about um, it. Some coach speak about, you know, if anyone needs, needs somebody to talk to, I mean, you know, if you knew Henry, you can come talk to me. Like, uh, other than that, don't drink and drive. I, I can't really think of anything else. So now let's look about Nick Saban's coaching tree recently. McCorkle Jones, right? How many DUIs? You know what, Avery? You don't even have to continue after that. That's kind of a chain. That's a chain of events. So does Nick Saban like recruiting players who drink and drive? <laughs> um, Are the best football players players who drink and drive? <laughs> uh, tough to answer. Tough to answer this question. But I do think that uh, this this goes to show that, uh, you know, good men and good culture isn't of high, high importance to, to Nick Saban. Doesn't surprise me one bit. Fraud, fraud coach. That's disgusting. Like, fuck, man. I feel bad about that, rugs. But Nick Saban, man, maybe he should be going to prison too for the guys he recruits. Kadarius Tony saying, like, tweeting that we should all. Like, <laughs> Kadarius Tony went to Florida. He's he believes that. <laughs> he probably does. Yeah. Oh my God. He believes what he said, and like, he doesn't see what's wrong with saying it. Saying that you should take it easy. He made a mistake. We all make mistakes. People do not make mistakes like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, the whole death thing, the whole double legal limit, the whole driving that fast. Well, be, like driving that fast, dumb as so if you, all hell. But it's 
if you're sober, you know, people have that need for speed. I'm not one of those people that needs to. Well, we've seen your go, car. Go really also fast. my car yeah, as well. That's we, true. I we could, really we could race at like 60 kilometers an hour. That's about as far as we'd go before our cars just both start shaking. That's what I was going to say. I used to have a 96 Intrepid and it was like every time you got to 120, it was like the wheel was just like. <laughs> so that, that does make sense. I've never driven a car like that. So maybe if I did, I'd have the need for speed, but. Gun, I mean, loaded gun in the car too. I'm pretty sure the NFL, I was telling you this yesterday, I'm pretty sure they have a service where they'll just pick you up like any time, like if you need it. It's like an Uber all the I time. It's like, I saw that on TikTok too. Yeah, that's horrible. Um, I had something else to say about... Okay, yeah, the speeding thing. 156 miles an hour. I'm pretty sure it was a 40, 40 mile an hour sprint uh, speed yeah, limit. It, it, it was like a three-laned... Uh, so if you residential road, you take right? 160 miles an hour, divide it in half, you're at 80, and then divide it in half again, you're at the speed you're limit. finally driving the speed <laughs> limit. That's how fucking fast that is. I saw something on Reddit where it showed an F1 race of players going or the drivers going 156 miles an hour, and they take out the it's like holy shit, that's fast. Like you, it's hard to like. Is that how fast they go in F1? Faster, but like you saw them, so they have. Like at certain corners, they do like speed traps where they just tell you how fast they're going. So, yeah, yeah. so you can Around kind of realize. And it was just like 156, like all these drivers just hitting oh this corner. I think, I'm pretty sure it was in Italy. They just go up the hill, take this right, and you're like, holy shit, you don't see these yeah, cars. Yeah, you didn't even see them. Yeah. And it's like, it's hard to realize how fast that is. Like he hit the back of someone's car and it just exploded. <sighs> don't drink and drive. So beyond, like just unbelievable. Oh. And another unbelievable turn of events this week, we have the story of Jeff Banks, Texas Longhorns coach who previously this year has left his family for a, so for a stripper. Is he, do the kids live with him um, or visit? I don't know. I don't want to comment on that, but I'm going to say they don't live with him. So I also heard a... Uh, I also read about a tip that was brought into somebody um, that cleans their pool. <laughs> and he said that the monkey is a complete asshole. <laughs> and that, what's her name again? The, uh, the pole assassin. pole assassin has a stripper pole in the middle of her living room well, at her house. I mean, if you... If I guess your name's the pole assassin. I mean, if you're if you're a baseball player, you're going to try and put a batting cage in your house, right? Like, you just got to get better at your craft. <laughs> like, that's not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right, like you're gonna try and practice. If you're yeah. if you're, if you're, a, ten, if but, you're a tennis player, you're gonna have batting, a tennis court. Here's the difference: is batting cage in your house is is like a pipe dream. Well, she's sit, just making it happen. Well, yeah, Sandy has it in his house, but well, but okay for the, for average Joe. I <laughs> yeah. guess average Joe doesn't have a uh, what was it? What do they call those things as uh, or call those the animal? Like they it's a primate? No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, emotional support. Emotional support animal, yes. So Not we, all of us we can didn't, have even, we didn't even get monkeys. into the story. So apparently, so Jeff Banks, I don't forget what he does at Texas, but they hired him recently. He has now left his family for a stripper whose nickname is the Pole Assassin. And Jerry Springer said that the Pole Assassin was one of the best strippers, pole dancers he's ever seen. He tweeted that. So <laughs> maybe not Jerry Springer, but his social teams. We're so impressed with the pole assassin. They had to tweet about it. So if you are an elite, I mean, elite level stripper, it sounds like you're uh -huh. elite. Why, what do you need emotional support monkey for? It's not an easy job. 
No, I guess I, I guess people people love your ability to strip and dance yes. on poles. They don't love you as, as a as person. person, as they sh- they should though. But Texas, what does he coach? Uh, I have no. He's idea. an assistant. He he found love. He did find love. But the monkey, the pole assassin, has an emotional support monkey who apparently was had to be pried. Their jaw had to be pried from the arm of a trick or treater, a toddler, <laughs> at a party, and. <laughs> The scene of the pole assassin, I wish I could, out of respect, I wish I knew her name, but I'm just going to call her by her stage yeah, name, yes. pole assassin. The video of her just showing where everything happened and how it was locked up, all time funny. I mean, it's probably a case of like her, it probably wasn't even the, how it went down. Well, they're going to kill the monkey if this happened. Right. And this is way too absurd of a story to be <laughs> fake. Yes. Because <laughs> because if it's fake, she doesn't post a video of here's where my monkey is. She's just like, no, this is completely made up. I don't need to prove my, prove anything. But we get a uh, Steve Sarkeesian quote today. I don't know if you know this. What? <laughs> he said. No way he commented on this. He said, the monkey story is not a distraction at all. That is a personal matter. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> this is a nice little tidbit I found. Oh, I my searched. God. Yeah. Today? Um, Thursday? I, I saw it on ESPN or I saw it from Reddit, but I got it today. Wow. This story's making its way up the ranks. That it's a I great can't story. I hearing about this. Yeah, but for those of you that don't know, the video is her literally walking from her door to her backyard. <laughs> and she's like, I have a fence here. I have a fence here. Here's a paper sign that I wrote probably 45 minutes ago before I recorded yeah. the video. This is do not enter. <laughs> and then her, the monkey's cage is behind a, a fence. And she says the kid put their fing- the fingers inside the cage. Moving on. So. I, I could talk about that story all day. as all-time funny story. I just want to know what, like, how, how do we get to a point where you are a husband, a father, <laughs> you've got kids, and it gets to the point where you leave your wife for pole assassin, a stripper that well. has been on television as known as famous, fantastic, famous, famous, fantastic, wonderful strip. Sees it as an upgrade, probably. Famous, he's with a famous model now. Yeah, he's but let's just Texas too. Okay, so you're an assistant coach. You're not making the big bucks, right? Mm -hmm. What are you doing late at night? Watching film. Yep. Recruiting. Yep. Sometimes you need to get your mind off things. Probably. Yeah. Eating fucking Shake Shack. Yep. So what are you going to do to take your mind off things? Maybe a couple of the older coaches head on down to the strip club. You know who makes you feel good? The pole assassin. Why don't you want to feel good all the time, right? That is usually how it would go. That's, yes, that's why you good. leave your wife. And ki- I'm not saying that you should do this, but I can kind of reason with um, Jeff Banks here. Yes. Respectfully. Respectfully. Understand where he's coming from. I'm trying to see where he's coming from. Not a lot of love from the wife when you're never home. So, I, yeah. Right? Yep. Nothing less cool than fucking your wife, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That is kind of true. Yeah, it's kind of true. Your kids think it's gross. (laughs) No one cares. No one cares. Nobody thinks that's cool. All right, so you are a kind of an Auburn Tigers fan, right? Mm. The Auburn Tigers are undefeated in Iron Bulls with their starting quarterback, Knicks, when the Braves win the World Series. Let me go through this. That spread's going to be 24 points, probably. They're going to win straight up. Okay, so the 1914 World Series doesn't count. Boston Braves won that one. Doesn't count because they didn't have quarterback. And Bama didn't want to play Auburn. Auburn finished 8-0-1. 
that season with a total combined score of 193 to nothing. Makes sense, Bam. I didn't want to play them. The Milwaukee Braves win the 1957 World Series. Starting quarterback Lloyd Nix leads Auburn to a crushing 40 to nothing win against Bama. And Auburn had a live tiger on the sideline of this game. Yes. Lloyd Nix also wasn't supposed to start the season. He was a high school quarterback, but swapped to halfback prior to the season starting. They cut the other quarterback and they asked Nix to play quarterback. He went 19 19 0 1, two seasons as a starting quarterback. Damn. Atlanta Braves win the World Series 1995. Starting quarterback Patrick Nix yes. squeaks out a 31-27 win in Jordan-Hare Stadium. They were robbed of a go-ahead touchdown, Bama fans think, but who cares? Nix won. Bama lost. The Atlanta Braves have just won the 2021 World Series. Starting quarterback Bo Nix yes. get to play Bama at home. Tigers Nick are Saban buzzing has, right now. Nick Saban has never beat a 9-plus win Auburn team, and there is a— this Is, is that this, true? Um, this is what Reddit said. He's never beat a nine-plus win Auburn team. There's a non-zero chance we go into the Iron Bowl this year, nine and two. That's what this fan wrote. <laughs> non-zero. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Isn't the Iron Bowl still like two weeks away? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the, Texas A&M could is could very well win this week. They're four and a half favorites at home. So I know. I doubt you're going to take. Would you sprinkle a little bit of money on? A, you have to. Oh, I'm, now that you've given me this information, yes. yeah, I, I would be an idiot not to at this point. You'd be an idiot. To every Even though it's only 2-0, and o, right? 2-0? and o? It's 2-0. Yeah. But what are the chances of it happening? Very, very uh, slim that this is going to keep happening. Yes, very slim. I don't know when the next... We'll have to wait. Bo uh, Nix's son plays at Auburn this next time this is going to happen. Yeah, and this is... But the other thing is that I think the skill level of the Knicks is, has probably... <laughs> this is the worst one, and yeah. I, the child of Bo Nix. God fucking damn it. I mean, I if, he gets together with a, if he gets together with someone like Pole Assassin, too, we get those <laughs> genes together, that'll be even more erratic. If Bo Nix had a um, personality, personality like Chad Kelly, he'd be the f- everyone's favorite player yeah, in college football. Yeah, because he's psychotic on the field. And yeah. He'd have a great personality. But you just don't get the sound bites from Bo Nix no. that I thought you'd get. No. Bo's Maybe good, good for him, though. though. He he figured it out. All right, PJ Flex, seven-year contract extension. Any I mean, thoughts on that? College football contracts don't mean shit all. Coach, coach contracts, they don't mean anything. PJ Fleck will definitely be in the conversation for some of these jobs, I think. Even though well, I don't take, think Minnesota's going to be good. This takes him out of that job. No, these yeah. don't mean shit. This is just a commitment from the university to him saying, please, PJ, don't go. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> Row the boat. Fair enough. Because there's, jo- there's jobs that I think he'd be in consideration for. Like... Um, like Nebraska, like Nebraska is a better job than uh, Minnesota. Like Scott yeah. Frost is going to be out of there soon. I mean, uh, if they're going to win three games every season, I know he he played for them, right? Scott which? Frost used to play for Nebraska. Yes, yeah, yeah. And he was like he was their quarterback. They ran the triple option. Uh, they love him. I understand, but how can they don't love give- him anymore? No, exactly. They don't even that's worn worn off. They and they've stunk. Yeah. Uh, here's a good one for you. Did you see the Clay Helton got uh, is now. At Georgia Southern? No. Uh, or Georgia State, sorry. I did see. I saw something. I didn't yeah. really realize what it was. So I couldn't believe, like, they typically, they've been running triple option for, like, forever. They, yeah. Those people, like, only want to see triple option. <laughs> Helton coming in, unlikely to run triple option. You know who their number one, reportedly their number one coach that they wanted was? Was Paul Johnson. They wanted him out of retirement. Oh, they Jesus. wanted him at Georgia State. <laughs> 
to run the triple option. That would have been fucking awesome. The fact that Clay Helton at USC ends up here is so weird because, I mean, you coached at USC, like you coached one of the biggest programs in college football. You'd think you'd wait around and see what opens up over the next little bit. But he's like a culture guy. He's not really a recruiting guy. It'll be interesting what he does there. Didn't you see um, Paul Johnson's last game? Yeah, yeah. Well, that? Georgia Tech played uh, Minnesota. Actually, Minnesota killed them. They were in Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> they were at the Quick Lane Bowl. Yeah, that yeah. we. I got like I sent you tickets because we like we signed up oh, for yeah, free, free tickets. tickets. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Fucking awesome. I went with like ten of my buddies. <laughs> we we were we're Canadians. We went to Windsor, and then took a bu- there was a bus that goes across the border and comes back. That was an that was one an electric day. That was yeah. Boxing Day too, right after Christmas. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. All right, let's get into some of the games from Week Nine. Recap some of those, and then I got three games for you and your thoughts. I think the games of the week are so Georgia, Florida. Georgia dominates. I was on Florida. Florida was was in terms of yards per play, in terms of the competitiveness of the first half was was great. Like Florida was playing with them, but yeah. it was th- three minutes of football to end the entire game. It was. Such a kick in the dick when you bet on Florida like that. Oh yeah, because you know your tra- like when we when Florida misses the field goal, Georgia missed the field goal, Florida misses a field goal, and you're like, oh fuck, like I got 17 points to work with here. And it's 14. Yeah, we're laughing. Yeah, and then it's just like, what the fuck happened? You feel like you're on the right side in that game. I feel like yeah, Georgia does. I don't think Georgia even needs to. Like, I don't like Stetson Bennett. I want to see JT Daniels. I think JT Daniels makes their offense better. But I don't even think it matters. It doesn't matter. Their defense is so good. Pretty much every starter is going to be an NFL draft pick. Yeah. It's like the Miami Hurricanes 2000. Yes, it is. We we are not talking. Like, people are talking about it. But I'm telling you that this defense will, in in its entirety, nearly. Like, even their, even second stringers, even guys that come on the field in in nickel packages only or come on the field in, in heavy run sets, these guys are all going to the NFL. This is an historic defense. Tough to appreciate. Nobody really likes to watch defense all that much. No. So I I was going to comment saying this is so much like the AJ McCarron Alabama teams. Yeah. Where it was like Bama's not fun to watch. To a change the way Bama was looked at, Mac Jones kind of did it too. But Devonta Smith and Waddle and all those guys made Alabama fun to They've watch. They've changed. They, yes. Nick Saban is always willing to to change with the times, make adjustments but this to their is, offensive philosophy. But I don't I don't watch Georgia and think, oh, these guys are boring. Like before, maybe I've just overlooked yeah. them. Maybe it's I – th- I think they have some of the best colors and uniforms in college football. Uh, I think the gray pants just look slick. Ohio State too, when they wear those, I think they look good. But it just never clicked to me that Georgia's a boring football team. And now winning isn't boring, but no. when – you're betting on it, and you're taking unders in these games because their defense is so good. I think it turns into a little bit boring football. But that's fine with me. Good football game, Georgia-Florida. I wish that it would have been so nice, 3 nothing or 10 nothing going into the half there. But Oh, yeah. like The, the problem was just they, they, played, they played hard, I thought. They just lost focus for a couple minutes. Yeah. Penn State, Ohio State. Ohio State does not look as good as we were kind of hoping they were. I took them whatever the spread was, it was a lot. But in my personal opinion, Ohio State and Penn State play sloppy, play messy games every single time they play each other. Yeah, I watched this game the least out of the big ones, but I just, I don't think it was much cause for concern. Penn State was... They had to get off the mat. They They had to get off the mat, yeah. If they wanted any way to salvage their season, it was 
in this game against Ohio State. They came out to play. wasn't enough. Ohio State did what they had to do. Yeah. And it, How many times did they punt? A couple? Yeah, no clue. They moved the ball how they wanted to. I didn't, I, I didn't really f- feel anything different for either of these teams from this game. No. I still think Penn State kind of stinks, um, not defensively but offensively. Can't, they can't run the ball. If you can't run the ball in the Big Ten, you're in trouble. Yeah. And then game of the week, Michigan, Michigan State. Your thoughts on that game? Michigan State obviously wins. I came away really impressed with with Michigan because Michigan, yeah, honestly, both teams, of course. Yeah, I know Michigan blew that lead, and I mean, a lot of it was that McCarthy fumble that really changed the entire. Yeah, I've thought I've thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, the thing is though is that Michigan ran the ball a ton this year. They didn't really show a lot of explosiveness in the past. I thought McNamara played the greatest game I've ever watched him play. <laughs> I've I've really couldn't. I never really liked him as a quarterback, yeah. but he played really, really well. Gus Johnson was absolutely loving his play, like loving his like his, you, his play in that game. And the text you sent me was one of the worst texts you've ever sent me, saying <laughs> Gus was Johnson saying, was too much. I was, was like, no way. When he says four, it was fourth down, fourth quarter, he goes, this is where the rubber meets the pavement. I, <laughs> I fist pumped. I was downstairs. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, this is awesome. That was, like, how does that not fire you up? Uh, I mean, I didn't have a side in this game, so I guess that's that's one one part. But I had, I had Michigan State, yeah. But it was like there was just too many things, and he makes every game he calls, he makes it sound like it's the like the biggest game of the year. And I which love is, personally, which is cool, I love that, which is fun. It was the it was a problem when he was calling Jamal Agnew's touchdowns in the NFL on a Sunday, yes. at two o'clock, and yes. I'm like Gus, <laughs> Gus, I love you. This isn't you. Well, yeah, it's the Jags. <laughs> yeah. We don't care. I can't remember what he said at another point in the game too. I was just like, uh, yeah, I don't remember who it was, but he said something. I was just like, dude. Relax. Like this is just, this is just a play in the game. This yeah. isn't the play in the game. That's all. That's all I thought. I do love Gus though. He he provides so much magic in terms of like college football Saturday. Yeah. Like you just that, as that soon as the weather looks cold, Gus Johnson thrives. Yeah. Yes. So I think here, the whole transfer portal bullshit lost Michigan this game. The fact that players can transfer yeah. whenever they want, you have to worry about kind of babying them, keeping them happy. J.J. McCarthy had no business being in that game when Cade McNamara was playing that well. Yeah, Sure, J.J. McCarthy's, I think, more talented quarterback. He's going to be better, better like prospects to make the NFL. But there's no reason for him to be in that game. And why do you put him back in the game after he puts the ball on the ground? And they were lucky that didn't get returned for a touchdown. I get. I know a lot of people feel that way, but I do think that he helped. Like he can help them win, and he just happened to make him a. Like but what a is the? What's the difference between McNamara and McCarthy? Like you're uh, not switching anything up, right? It's not McCarthy's like McCarthy's a better runner. Is right? he? That's a, what, is he a good runner though? Uh, I don't think he's good, but he's That's definitely much better. Yeah, yeah. I know. But so McCarthy's also better than Cade McNamara, but he's just young. Yeah, it's like you're not going from. Like Peyton Manning to Mike Vick, you're going from Peyton Manning to Eli Manning. Like, there's no need for him to be in that game. Yeah, I no, I get that. Yeah. I know. So I think that ruined it for Michigan. I'm happy. To, I called it. I was happy to see them lose in an embarrassing fashion, blow a big lead. So that was <laughs> awesome. Let's get into these games of Week Ten. I don't know if these are your favorite games of the week, but these are the ones I am looking forward to. First, Wake Forest, North Carolina. You have an act. You have a side on this. Yeah, I love UNC. They're, both teams are really similar. They both, 
They both throw the ball all over the yard. I think I think they're that UNC's what fifteenth in yards per attempt. Let me pull this up. I'm pretty sure last year these two teams played the over hit in the first half. I mean, it's it was seventy six and a half. It I was great. Like. I remember taking the over. We were at Sandy's place last year, and it was the game on at noon. And I was like, "Thank God I'm on this side." So yeah, fifteenth in yards per play. Wake's ninth in yards per play. Uh, Wake's fifth in yards per attempt, passing attempt. UNC's tenth in yards per passing attempt. So both throw the ball really well. Wake does have, I think, some better. Uh, Skilled skill guys at wide receiver like Gray and Roberson are really really good. Mm-hmm. I love. I don't know if you watch them much, but like their their RPO type passing game is just really slow. Like their handoffs are like they kind of yeah. walk up to the line and then they pull it or go, <laughs> which I like. It looks cool when you're watching it. But Wake is Ty Chandler's a, has put UNC in a good spot with the rushing attack. They're at home. I know Wake has been fun. I want them to keep winning, but I do think UNC wins this game, covers two and a half. I'm in the same same boat here. Line doesn't make sense. That's why you take it. Yeah. Liberty Ole Miss. Suckers. Okay. Um I'm I'm betting this game too. Like these are some of my official bets. Like I'm yeah. on UNC. I'm also on Liberty. Liberty is tough, really tough to judge in a matchup like this because they played nobody all mm-hmm. year. But they do have that game against Syracuse, and Syracuse runs the ball, I think, top five in the country. I think their run rate is. Like, they run it a ton. And they have did you, a good job containing them, even though they lost. I hate to take you off track here, but have you seen that Syracuse running back who tweets about his own personal performances after who, every What week? does he think that that—I mean, it has brought him some <laughs> stardom and fame because people think it's hilarious. It is, but it I don't really, really understand funny. the purpose of it. He's like, I, That's keep, like what you do—you would do that if you were in high school. Um, middle school, maybe. <laughs> I mean, if you're People trying to get, look at you ba- poorly in high school, be like, Dude, what, "What are you, are you doing? doing?" But at the same time, you're like, hey, "I'm trying man, to get a scholarship." I'm trying to get a scholarship. Yeah, it's like I I played well. I ran for 128 yards. The fact that he just tweets it out like it's not yeah, public knowledge. I'm not happy with how we played, but I ran for 140 yards. Yeah, like if you were if the if the area you were living in was blacked out for all your games, like I guess <laughs> yeah. it like almost makes sense. But yeah, little old Syracuse yeah. ACC <laughs> beat Clemson a few years ago. Nobody sees us. Yeah. You don't you don't go to fucking UL Monroe, buddy. <laughs> People see you play. Oh, that's all time. But yeah, I think that um, Liberty was pretty good against the run there, and Ole Miss runs the ball quite a bit. Um, I'm trying to pull this up here. There it is. Yeah, they're 25th in run rates. So they run the ball a lot. You'd think they wouldn't. You think it'd be at the pass, but they use the run to get explosive yep. plays in the pass game. So I think they might struggle to um, run the ball a bit in this game. And then it's just hard when your defense is so bad to like cover a nine and a half against a Liberty team that's pretty damn good offensively. And I'm going SEC talent over whatever fucking conference Liberty plays in. They're they're not in a conference. Okay, that's what I thought. They're like they're like a son for baseball, I think. I think like they're that. willing to get into a shitty conference too, in realignment. Uh, God damn it! It's not the conference USA. Conference USA might be dead. It's not the AAC. Oh, it's a Sun Belt, I think. I think they want to get in the Sun Belt. Conference USA, maybe? No, conference. Oh, maybe they, they're trying. Maybe they, they might go into Conference USA, but Conference yeah. USA is like dying right now. There's like four teams left. Did you see that James Madison isn't allowing. Uh, no, the CAA, Colonial Athletic Association, mm-hmm. isn't letting James Madison play in their championships if 
they go to Conference USA. Oh, if they decide to leave. Yeah, they're barring them. Sam, I heard that Sam Houston State might be leaving too. Jesus. And going to Conference USA, there was talk well, about it. Sam but Conference State, USA might be dead. It's not going to be the same. Sam Houston State's not a good program. No, I, that's the thing. They had a great year last year, right? Yeah. Didn't they win it? Uh, they won FCS. I think, I think they did. have. Yeah. But but they're they're not a perennial power, I don't think. No, they're like an okay baseball team. Like they have Colton Kowser as a first rounder. But <laughs> other than that, like I don't know. Bearcats, a great name though. Bearcats with a K. You are right though. Liberty Liberty's a bit of an issue in terms of path protection. I see I don't look me. into the stats like you look into the stats. I'm just going I'm a narrative game guy. Yeah. And, and it hurts me sometimes or it helps me sometimes, not looking into the numbers too much, but I'm just going to take SEC talent. I think it'll win out. Yeah. Well, they could blow them out, but I do think Liberty's pretty good. Th- Malik Willis, Matt Corral. Yeah. A lot of a, eyeballs. Yeah. A lot of eyeballs in this game. It would be a shame if everyone just ran the ball the whole time. Maybe it would t- be. Make, maybe take the under. What but, is this total? 60-something? It's it's pretty good. Let me check here. Yeah. Other than that, my other game I have, I'm not going to check the total because I'm going to talk about this next game, Auburn-Texas A&M. I think it's going to be a good football game. I have no read. None. So we were, I was watching Pick'em, and they said, uh, it's a line that Ben Mintz likes to say, but Dave was like, this is a perfect line. And like, there's nothing, like, you're not betting a number because the number's egregious. You're not betting a team. It just makes sense. Yeah, A&M's at home. They've been really, really good. I don't want to believe that they're this good because Calzada. But. Bo, Bo Nix, man. Like. <laughs> Bo Nix on the road. Even though he's been good on the road this year. Yeah, actually, has. I... I'm going to take the points in a game where I think it's very even. Yeah, I'll take the uh, I'll take the under. Okay. I'll take the under. I like that. You want to get into your... I don't know what the... I have to know what the under is. God damn. God, so many people calling me. Um, all right, let's get into your picks, T-Mac. Wait, let me let me find out what this... Co- this then I can is. go into my Auburn, picks. Auburn versus uh, Texas A&M. 49 and a half. 49 and a half? Yeah. Fuck that. I don't want the under then. 49 and a half? All right, I'll take Auburn. Love it. Go Tigers. You want my picks? I'll go first. Okay. Air Force minus two and a half under. Bad pick. Yeah, I know. Boys, is, we're going against each other. Service Academy game. <laughs> service Academy game. Actually, I don't care who you have because I don't have a side. Okay. I'm going under. 11 11.30. 11.30, a little prime time for 30 minutes. <laughs> what, uh, it's on CBS too. Jesus. Yeah, oh yeah. Ohio State minus 14 and a half. UNC minus two and a half. K-State. Uh, minus 23 and a half. Ole Miss minus nine and a half. S- oh, I have so many favorites. I oh. hate it. Oh, I just realized what I've done to myself. Um, SMU minus five. Pitt minus 21 and a half. Over ULM, Texas State 59. Auburn plus four and a half. Purdue plus three. Cincinnati minus 22 and a half. Bama minus 28. Over 66 and a half. LSU Bama. I guess that's kind of a game of the week, too. What? LSU Bama. I think I, so, Nick Saban's going to try and fucking kill them. Yeah. I feel like t- uh, I was thinking about taking a or Alabama minus 28 and a half just because they can they can win by 28 points by accident. They did it against Tennessee a couple weeks yeah. ago. I so. I bought the half the point. I, I want 28 here. Yeah. Um, Kentucky minus one bounce back spot. Tennessee's pretty good, but I'll take Kentucky at home. Boise State plus five at Fresno. Houston minus 13. That's an interesting one. I like that game, too. That's yeah. a sneaky good game because yeah. Fresno is ranked right now, and I feel like they lose this game. Yeah. They lose this game. That hurts Oregon a little bit, too. 
That's good. We want to hurt Oregon as much as possible. Yes, you do. Houston minus 13 at USF. I think USF blows. I've seen them play once, and it was disgusting football to watch, so I bet Houston. In the last two years, Avery has bet against USF probably <laughs> 10 times. It usually works out. Yeah, I know. It's like just bet against bad football teams, and it usually goes well for you. And then Texas at Iowa State over 60 and a half. That's my card. That's it. Texas Iowa State's good too. I had Baylor last week in the under. That was a double winner, chicken rat dog. Yeah, that was great. But I did think Texas played all right. They played okay. I do think that they'll. I, th- I think they're going to end up going eight and four. They're four and four right now. Yeah, they are. Like people think very poorly of this team, but okay. Uh, I have what do I have five. Yeah, I have five plays. Last week we had ten, but I only have five this week. I love the Army Air Force over. <laughs> Fuck the service academy unders. I like the over. Uh, this year, Army and Air Force, of course, as we all know. Both these teams are actually pretty good this year. I'm not going to enjoy Army uh, Navy. That's not going to be anywhere near as good as this game is because Air Force Navy has been really been good. good. Years. Yeah, this game's actually a good tight tight spread, and Air Force is ranked in the AP poll. Uh, first and second in run rate, so we know you know the triple option run the ball a ton, and they've been very very successful doing it. Army in second in yards per attempt or yards per or sorry thirty fourth in yards per carry. Air Force thirty third in yards per carry. Difference here: the reason I like the over, we're obviously going to run the ball. Army is Army has been pretty good against the run, so is Air Force. They've both been fine. Difference is, though, the, the total is ridiculously low. It's 37 points. Lowest number it's been in the last four years by half a point. Last year was 37 and a half. Last year, 37 and a half, these offenses weren't as successful. And uh, plays per game, both of them outside the top 100 in plays per game. So they played really slow, really methodical. This year, both inside the top 50, playing way faster. I don't think people realize that. The books don't even care. They're just going to be like, we'll put it under 40 because <laughs> everyone and their mother is like service academy unders. Yeah. So it doesn't. Even, the number, like I think, is way, way too low. I think it should be at 42 and a half. I think it should be right around that key number. So over 37. Uh, I already said Liberty plus nine and a half against Ole Miss and why I like that. Uh, what's next here? Wake UNC, we already talked about that. Yep. I like West Virginia, uh, plus three and a half at home. Oklahoma State's pretty one-dimensional, like to run the ball, don't have a pass game whatsoever. Uh, West Virginia, opposite, love to throw the ball. Run defense is really the best thing about their defense. I think at home is a big difference. They hang in, maybe win, but at worst win by uh, or lose by three points. Next, Arkansas. Minus five and a half. Big thing for me is Arkansas, of course, runs the ball sixth highest rate. Mississippi State, we know what they're about. They throw the ball at the highest rate. Really contrasting styles. I think, though, Arkansas got distru- like gave up a bunch of points to Ole Miss, and it was because they had two different ways to go at them. They could run the ball, and then they'd hit them with a big play over the top in the pass game. Mississippi State doesn't. They don't even, they're not even explosive in their pass plays. They, they basically, teams who are like Mississippi State with Mike Leach, he'll throw the ball across the line of scrimmage, and then, mm. and then it's basically a run play, but instead we throw it. We throw it across the field and turn it into a run play from there. So I think Arkansas will win in the trenches, take care of the football, and 
I think they might blow this Mississippi State team out. Yeah. Minus five and a half. So those are my plays. Arkansas minus five and a half. Uh, I like West Virginia plus three and a half. I like UNC minus two and a half. I like the over and Army Air Force 37 and then Liberty plus nine and a half. Love it. Well, that's our show. Any more notes from you, T-Mac? No. It, you need to start realizing that uh, we're running out of time here. I know. It's Week sad. 10. We got four more weeks. Uh, for anyone that's listening, we, we get some people to listen to this. I hope. I think we do. We, the boys are going to the Rose Bowl. Uh, on December 31st so let us know what we should record there which we, yes. we should do there and if you're you know gonna, what if you're going to be maybe there maybe we do a show we do a show uh, I will at the Rose Bowl with respectfully I'll be shit faced <laughs> but I would love to do a show for the people we should do a show during the game during the game yeah I think we should do live show four hour <laughs> recording I think it would be awesome on our phone we'll go live on Instagram yeah on box Instagram and there it is thanks everyone tuning in we'll see you next week <laughs>